Welcome back, lads and lovettes, to episode 83. 83. Patios are open. Philly and I had a nice beach day yesterday, and we were just itching to get back behind the mics. Uh, and here we are. I know. It was nice. Not only were patios open and stuff, and we could get outside and see some people. You can outdoor gatherings up to 10, and just like everyone's at least got one dose of the vaccination now, and everyone, it's like starting to feel good. It's summertime coming around right in the right time for it. It does feel good, but we actually got to go out and hang out together, which we haven't really gotten to do. Like I've seen you in person twice one? in the last twice, year, twice in the last year. Yeah. Once on Canada day last year. And then once when I stopped by Laurier to do that episode in person. So I've seen yeah. you twice in the last year in person and we see each other every week, usually multiple times a week because <laughs> know, we sit down and record. And then otherwise we talk to each other like throughout the week. I've seen you twice in the last like year, which is kind of fun. I like, know. Kind of it's, funny, it's but it's crazy to think about. Yeah. But that's also the power of like technology nowadays. It's pretty wild that you can be so separated from everybody else for such a prolonged period of time, but also yeah. feel like it hasn't really like, it's nothing. It's really nothing. Like last yeah. year, I remember like Simony came and picked me up from my house. Like after I got back from school or something, but because we'd been playing like PS4 every day, like I literally didn't like didn't like I kind of looked at him like oh I guess like hey I haven't seen you in them like a year, yeah. But it didn't even feel like that. So was, <laughs> good good job good job technology for making us feel interconnected. Yeah, it is it is pretty interesting, especially like I think uh, OC went to England on exchange for a full year, and yeah. uh, while he like this guy was in a different continent and different time zones, like living a different life basically. And I still like maintain constant connection with this guy. Like it wasn't like it was, yeah, he was gone, but it wasn't like anything outrageous. Like yeah. I still like still, talk to him and was like, Snapchat streak, FaceTiming him and stuff. It was kind of yeah. funny. Cause there'd be times where I would FaceTime him getting home from the bar. Let's say it was like two, two thirty in the morning and he would be up like having breakfast. And I'm just like, finishing my night and he's starting his day and we're like facetime on like the passing through basically yeah that's wild yeah starting our day and finishing our days which was kind of funny and we vice versa like the other way it would go around but yeah just technology is pretty powerful mcgee last episode we get into the breakdown of how unique it is to see all these people out there living their lives and you never really know what's going on in their own lives and now this (laughs) week we're getting philosophical in the breakdown of the power of technology so that's really yeah. that's what you uh, come to the lads and lawn chairs podcast for <laughs> just random just nonsensical in, in uh just insights into random stuff i think that uh like just talking about all this brings me back i don't know if you've seen the show bojack horseman on netflix no but i've been told to watch it apparently it's really Dude, good it, it's amazing it'll honestly okay. make you rethink your existence like it's just a, gr- a great show and it's like okay. the anime it takes a while to get past the animation because it's kind of silly in a cartoon but like if it was a live action show, it would be one of my like favorite shows. Like the, oh, okay. it touches on some pretty pretty deep themes of like alcoholism and like mental health and and like it's about this like struggling actor who, or former actor who's kind of like just kind of just a, going down a dark spiral trying to figure out who he is and where he fits in. It's a good show. Okay, it's a okay. great show. But there's this one scene where this goofy character, like the comedic relief, voiced by Aaron Paul, uh, he. Uh, He's trying to have some like fancy dinner party and he like to impress his mom and he invites all these actors to come and like play the 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 role of the dinner guests. And he goes over all these talking points of like fancy, fancy things to talk about. And one of the lines was like that he told his actors to say was like, 
oh, I think that uh, tech smartphones, like although they bring us together, they also like divide us. And like it's, everybody's like just repeating the same things. Like one of the lines is, "That's politics for you," and like that's it. Like that's all they would say. <laughs> Just to make themselves seem more intelligent. But yeah, that's like it's like, yeah, technology. Although it brings us together, it also separates us. That's the oh, moral of this episode. That's the title of this <laughs> yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, I gotta find the actual line, but yeah, it's just just nonsense. Okay. Well, I mean, among uh, other bizarre things that go on in the Lads and Launchers podcast, uh, one thing that we've been doing for a little while now is our player battles, and in the last couple player battles that we've done i went on google and i just oh. searched up world's most bizarre competitions and so now this is the third or fourth one that i found from googling this one i think is a pretty good one chess boxing so let me just give you the insights at into the competition here chess boxing is a strange yet intelligent combination of chess and boxing Initially, the game was started as an art performance by Dutch artist Lepe Rubing. Later, it became a competitive sport. The game is played in Germany, India, UK, and Russia. The sport challenges the body and the mind. It is fought in 11 alternate, yeah, in 11 alternate rounds of chess and boxing, starting with four minutes of chess and three minutes of boxing and so on. To win, you need, not, you need to be good at both disciplines. The players can win either by knockout, checkmate, time limit, disqualification by referee, or opponent resignation. There are specialized <laughs> there are specialized training centers to make you skilled enough to compete professionally in chess boxing. So this is like a legitimate sport over there, and it just says how often is a random experiment by someone becomes a sport of brains and brawn. So basically. It's not just chess and it's not just boxing. You just literally sit down and alternate which ones you do. Yeah. And then you can either lose by chess or by boxing, right? Like you don't have to lose by one and then continue to fight in boxing or lose in the boxing and then continue chess. Like it's a combination of the two and you can just lose by either one throughout. So let's get into our competitors for this uh, chess boxing competition. Our first competitor, drafted in the second round, 33rd overall in the 1969 NFL Draft by the Baltimore Colts. In a 15-year NFL career, he played for the Baltimore Colts, the Green Bay Packers, and the Oakland Raiders. Totaling 215 games played, 26 interceptions, and a touchdown, he also blocked 25 field goals throughout his pro career. An eight-time Pro Bowler, a four-time All-Pro, a member of the All-1970s Hall of Fame team and the All-1980s Hall of Fame team, a four-time Super Bowl champ and a football Hall of Fame member, a six-foot-seven, 220-pound linebacker from Guatemala City, Guata Guatemala, Ted, the Mad Stork Hendricks. Our second competitor. He was drafted in the first round, 13th overall in the 2001 NHL entry draft by the Edmonton Oilers. He played 15 years in the NHL for the Edmonton Oilers, Ottawa Senators, Dallas Stars, and the Montreal Canadiens. In his 15-year career, he totaled 845 games played, 174 goals, and 398 assists for 572 career points, a world championship gold and bronze medalist, an Olympic bronze medalist, and a Czech extra Liga champion. A six foot, 
a 176-pound right winger from Pair de Bees, Czech, Alice Hemsky. No middle name or nickname available on Google for Hemsky. So it's yeah, just, just Alice Hemsky. Yeah, just a pro's pro. What, like, the first thing I want to say about that is is Hemsky's only 176 pounds. That's pretty crazy to me. I, I yeah. thought he would be heavier than that. Well, uh, okay, that kind of reminds me of the, the TJ Brody situation where he was. Yes, a yes, too. yeah, fair enough. Uh, so I wanted to actually, I didn't even think about it until you just said it. But did you watch any of the, or have you watched any UFC fights? Really, like, do you get it? Do you get into that at all? Like, I do for the really big ones. Um, okay. I haven't watched. I knew there was like a few going on, like either today or last night or whatever. Like there are a few on that I that I saw in people's stories and whatnot. But like I was never a big, wasn't really raised in a big like UFC household. Like my dad yeah. was never really a huge fan of UFC, so like, I'll watch it, but mostly through like if I'm with somebody who wants to watch it. Like I don't think okay. I'll ever just be on my own and turn it on. Okay, so I I wasn't into it either, and then it wasn't until university really that I started watching and gaining some kind of interest. And now I actually kind of know who the fighters are and like watch some of the highlights and follow it a little bit and kind of make an effort to watch the fights when they're going to be on. But last night, one of the main so Saturday night, one of the main fights or the the main fight, sorry, was Israel Adesanya against this guy um, Marvin Vittori. So Adesanya is six foot four, and then they're fighting in the division that's like 185 pounds essentially. So uh, Adesanya is six foot four, 183. And if you look at the guy, you're like, okay, yeah, six foot four, 183. The guy he was fighting, I think, was six foot, listed at 185. And while we're watching this, every single one of us was like, that guy is easily 200 pounds. Like, there's zero percent chance he's 185 pounds. You have to search up. Yeah. If you search up Marvin Vittori or like just the fight against Adesanya, Vittori looks like he could be like 215. Easy. He was a monster. And we were just trying to figure out how the hell this guy managed to weigh in at 185. Because the weigh in, I think, is the day before the fight. And we were speculating essentially that this guy weighed in at 185 and gain weight back to at least 200 within the day, which would be 15 pound difference in one day. But like, if you look at the guy, there's almost no chance he weighed in at 185. It's he insane. Looks, I'm, I'm looking at him right now, the, the fight pictures from the fight, and he looks like thick. Yeah, he looks, he looks like big. a juice monkey. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way that's, if he's, especially if he's six foot and he's that like dense. Cause yeah, I think he was like, six foot or six one. I'm like six. Okay, so regardless, I'm like six one and a bit. So he's probably around my height, and I'm not that thick, and I'm one eighty five. So that's that's all you need to know. UFC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I'm it a was, string it was weird. and this guy is just unless he just has like a body type where he just he just inflates, but it's really nothing like. Yeah. He, that's just how he's built. I don't, I don't know, but I that would I would be surprised if he hopped on the scale like at the beginning of that fight and he weighed any less than One like two ten. Yeah, yeah, same, same page. This guy was a monster. But <laughs> getting back to this competition here, chess boxing. I guess it ties into the UFC a little bit. It's yeah. a little more uh, aggressive with UFC yeah. compared to actual <laughs> boxing. But um, Ted. The Mad Stork Hendricks, six foot seven, two twenty, against Alice Hemsky, six foot one seventy six, 
who wins this one? Uh, it's really tough, man. Like, I think Hendricks has this one. Because with that size difference, like, it is a battle of brains and brawn. With that size difference, though, I think Hendricks, it's almost a guarantee. It's almost a lock. He wing, he wins in the ring, in the boxing ring. So the only way Hensky would really have a chance is if he's good at chess. And he's really got a, like, and that's, you don't really have an advantage there because both of them could practice chess and both of them could get skilled at it. Whereas, like, you can't teach size. Yeah. Okay, so here's a here, advantage. Yeah, I'm a, I agree with you here. And I think that the part of the problem for Hemsky is that I do think Ted, the mad stork, is going to handedly win the boxing. And I was thinking about the chess aspect and if Hemsky would be able to beat him in chess before the mad stork could beat him in boxing. Mm-hmm. But I think that part of the problem here is that with boxing... Hemsky can try to last in there and just like soak punches and like give them here and there where he can. But Mm -hmm. in boxing, it's very quick reaction. So it's like you, you can't necessarily hide away from the other players moves to an extent that you can in chess. And what I mean by that is like Hemsky can make a really smart move and the mad stork could turn around and use his time limit effectively to be able to just outlast Hemsky and just sit there and like wait till the very last minute or last second of his time limit and then make his move. And then the chess only lasts for three minutes or four minutes or whatever it is. And then you have to go back and box again. So he could just not lose in chess and just hang in there for as long as he yeah. possibly can until he gets to go back, go back to boxing. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, yeah, it's it's only four minutes. So the only way Hemsky would really have a shot is if he won the chess match in four minutes, which is like, honestly, it's close to impossible and, unless the guy you're playing against is like an idiot. Uh, and I don't, and I think if you're playing, if you're training for chess boxing, like you're going to be better than that to not lose a yeah. chess match in, in four minutes. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I got to give it to, to Ted that I had Stork Hendricks on this one. That's mine. But I also got to, I want to add, like, it's crazy. Maybe it's just me not being a huge fan of the NFL or like not really following it along that closely. But football stats always just like blow my mind. It's just like, oh, this is a Hall of Famer. Like four time all pro is like 25 field goals. It's like, that's really, that's all it takes. Yeah. 20. No, no, that that one is impressive because 25 field goal blocks. Oh, below blocks. Okay. True. 25 field goals. But But I agree with you when you look at the other stats. Yeah. I get that like less stuff happens and there's more guys on a field. So it's tougher to like get, get your moment and get a tackle or like whatever. But Like in hockey, it's just weird seeing like if you have a guy in the NHL play 215 games, a Hall of Fame career would be like you'd see probably upwards of like high 100s or whatever. And then football's like he had 26 interceptions and a touchdown. Yeah, and a touchdown. It's like Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's wild to me. Yeah, I think part of it too comes with. No, no, I think part of it too comes with he's a linebacker. So I think yeah. like those stats are like kind of impressive in terms of 26 interceptions and a touchdown as a linebacker. But even like when we looked at wide receivers and we heard their stats, I feel like their stats aren't just as overwhelming, right? Like you yeah. even think about NBA, I, it's more just because of like the volume of number in NBA or in NHL. Like when you look at the NHL and the NBA stats and you're like, um, 
Michael Jordan shot this many two pointers and made etc and he played like i'm just gonna throw a random numbers but it would be like he played like 80 game season and he scored twenty thousand points you know like you're like oh my god like because it's huge number and then like nhl player like he played 80 games and he scored 200 points in the season and you're like holy like huge numbers right and then you like look at nfl wide receiver a guy who played an incredible season he played 16 games and had six touchdowns you're like wait what <laughs> you know what I mean? it's just kind of the underwhelming of the size of the number i feel like yeah yeah i agree with that that's a good that's a good uh take on that because it always just like maybe i'm just not big enough fan somebody's gonna just call my shit like hey man figure it out that's actually really impressive but until that i saw this one tiktok where it was a guy that was like really deep into analytics like football analytics and the question was uh, sorry for this tangent, but we'll get him back on track eventually. The, the question was, would you draft a kicker first overall if they were guaranteed to make all of their field goals? Just 100%. 100% from any any distance on the field. Like they're, if they kicked, they were going to get it to the uprights. And okay. the, the guys like did this deep analytical dive into like time, average possession time, ever, like average length of the uh, normal drive and like the average points per game and these crazy, just like way more in depth than that. But basically, yeah, he would take a kicker first overall because even if they don't score on the drive, they did like average points per drive based. And then they, they said like, okay, even if they don't like settle for three points, like three points per drive is still like, I think bigger than the average or I don't know what the case this is, a, but it was, yes, it was, yes. You take a kicker first overall. And I thought that's pretty surprising. Like, you never really see that. It's like a, it's rare. I don't think it's yeah. ever has it ever happened. Probably not. I would I highly, know. highly doubt. I would highly doubt it. Taken first overall. Yeah. A goal like it's like a, I guess like the equivalent of a goalie being drafted first overall. It's like pretty rare too. Yeah. Unless it's like, what is it? Mark Andre Fleury is like one of the only ones. It's a Rick Di Pietro. Yeah, I don't go know. first. <laughs> Rick Di Pietro. Uh, let's see. NHL goalies <laughs> drafted first overall. Yeah, here we go. Um, Flurry, Rick DiPietro, and Mikel Plass. Those are the oh, only ones. That's, a... that's so tough. Flurry, born 1980. Here, listen to these guys' careers. So you tell me if you think these worked out. Flurry, born 1984, 2.55 career. So career 2.55 goals against average. 0.913 save percentage, 492 wins, uh, 18 assists. Pretty cool. That's um, actually a great stat. Yeah. He's played as many interceptions as the Mad Dog has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's played in the NHL for 883 games. He still plays, and he's won three Stanley Cups and Olympic gold medals. Here's Rick DiPietro. Born in 1981. I'll save his games played for last. So 2.87 goals against. Flurries was 2.55. 0.902 save percentage. Flurries is 0.913. 130 career wins. Flurries is 492. <laughs> um, 19 career assists, though. Flurry has 18 career assists. Wow. NHL games played, 318. Mark Andre Fleury had 883, and he still plays. And then the other guy is just irrelevant. This guy was born in 1948, and he played 298 games, 
3.79 goals against average, oh. 0.881 save percentage, 92 wins, nine assists, uh, 136 losses. 92 wins, 136 losses. How's that for a stat? Oh, Rick DiPietro, 130 wins, 136 losses. Hmm. You want to know how yeah, many I'd... shutouts Marc-Andre Fleury has? 67. Wow. That's pretty impressive. That's a that like, is pretty almost impre- a full season worth of shutouts. Yeah, is a hundred percent worth the first overall pick. I'd say. <laughs> yeah, I would say he's the uh, one of the only three players ever drafted that actually worked out and was like, "Yep, yeah, that was worth long the first overall short, pick on that goalie." Yeah, long story short, first overall picks are probably not worth used on a goalie. Yeah, yeah. Basically, or kickers. The odds are stacked against you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so, McGee, I want to get into this because that could honestly fall under the category of a B better. The the D. Pietro and the Mikel, whatever the other guy's name was. Yeah, Plass. (laughs) Plass. The the guys who drafted those two guys first overall, whoever the GMs were, those guys probably have to be better. But we both have a B better for this episode. So let's get into a B better here. Okay, so my my be better. I'll start it off. Actually, no, no, no. I want you to start yours off because I want to hear you kind of like briefly brought it up to me, and so, but I haven't really heard about it. So I want to know what your be better is because I showed you mine. We can get into that after. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So my be better is is pretty pretty. Uh, it's just something that you see every now and then. And it just kind of makes me like grimace a little bit, just a little like uncomfortable. And might be better is people who who still pronounce R's like the letter R as W's, and like it's so whale to see, like like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you say rare is whale. Like what the hell, man? And I, if I, you still see people who are like over the age of eighteen do this, like I had a class with a guy a few years ago, and like I'm sorry. I'm not trying to offend anybody with speech impediments, but I, I feel like it's not that difficult of a thing to to grasp. <laughs> I think you can do did it. He, did he? Did he? He did not. He didn't have an accent. Like no, it was no. It's not nothing to do with accents. Nothing to do like with anything other than the fact that he just like couldn't. I don't know if he couldn't or wouldn't or whatever the case may have been. But I, I think it's a quick fix. If you just practice it and just say it out loud a, a bunch of times, like, come on, man, you can do that it. That being like, said, I, I it's do. Maybe, it's maybe cute when it's like a little kid. It's like yeah. if it's a little baby say that, it's like, oh. But when you're a grown-ass yeah. man and you're in a, a university lecture and you're doing a presentation and you're, you still pronounce your R's as W's, figure it out. That being said, I do say uh, milk. And I like yeah, everyone. That's different, though. That's 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 different. I'd, I'd say because like that's a lot of people who are in that group. <laughs> yeah, there's I guess. a lot of people who pronounce milk as milk. But there's so many different things that are um, words that are controversial in terms of how they're said, like bagel, bagel, or ba- bagel. I don't even you know what I mean, like bagel. Yeah, bagel, bagel, like all those kinds of things, and people are like yeah. debate on how to say them. But it's still. The ph- the phonetics of it are still the same. Like you still have it in the a. Like a can be pronounced a or it can be ah. Like there's a different. Yeah, and that's up for interpretation or whatever. I'm sure there is a correct pronunciation somebody knows somewhere, but like completely <laughs> interchange. Letters aren't interchangeable. 
Yeah, you can't fair. just like R and W. Actually, I guess you could do like K W for Q U E. You know what I mean? Like the it's, I guess some still, words yeah, are interchangeable, yeah, but it's still. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just stuff. Just like don't do that. Just don't don't pronounce your R's as W's uh, unless you're like six years old. Okay. Fair. Fair. You know what? Actually, words are just insane. Is like pterodactyl. Yeah, with the PT. Uh, like with a P in front. Like, why is a P in front of the T? It's just <laughs> pterodactyl. Or, like, yeah. even think about tsunami. Like, mm-hmm. you don't say tsunami. It's tsunami. So, like, why does the T have to be in front of the S? It could just be tsunami. You know what I mean? <laughs> S-U-N-A-M-I. Yeah, it, is, it is strange. And I always think about how, like, certain things get their names. Uh, like there's this one guy uh, on TikTok. I feel like everything I do is on TikTok these days, just because there's nothing else to do. Like it's just he goes, he talks about how things get their name, and he like does this whole skit where he's like God, like people are asking or whatever, like oh, so what should we call this? And it's like oh, well, what do we call like a street, like a a, a place where you walk or whatever? Like, oh, call it a street. Yes, like, I oh, saw this unless guy. It, unless it has trees, then it's a, a lane. But then if it has like sidewalks on either side, it's a boulevard. And then if there's no end, it's a cul-de-sac. So there's so many different like names. Like, yeah. What? If it Where has buildings, it's from? a road. If it has this yeah. like, an avenue. And then, yeah. yeah. And then what was the, like, that you're talking about, like the highway and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know exactly what video you're talking about. It's pretty funny though. If just like how it actually comes to be named. You think yeah, about, like, and there's, he has got a bunch of them. I went to his like page, and he's got a bunch of like random stuff, and it's like, oh my god, that is weird. Like, if you yeah, think about it. and that's why English is like, from what I've heard, is the toughest language to learn, because it's like there's so many weird rules and a million names for different things. Like, I like, I I buy it. Like, it's totally well, even just think about with it within our own vocabulary, and I think part of it is like because of you know, like hockey players or whatever and like the kind of sports we play, but like nasty or dirty or gross often yeah. for us when we say that means good <laughs> or yeah. nice or like awesome. Whereas if you were to just say, oh, that's nasty, I feel like other people who don't have that, even other people who speak English, mm-hmm. like as their only or first language would be like, what are you talking about? But it's just like a small- I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's like a small culture within even just the English language itself that refers to things as that. So like, yeah, what? A, yeah, that's a, a very astute observation. Yeah, well, even okay. So yesterday I was talking to Ang about because uh, he went and played pro hockey in Switzerland this past year, mm-hmm. and he was explaining the different languages they speak there, and he was saying that in Switzerland, like the Swiss don't have their own language, so they speak. German, uh, French, Italian, like all these different languages. But on top of speaking those other languages, they speak, so they speak German and they speak Swiss German. They speak French and they speak Swiss French. So like, that's just- Swiss have like put their own like twists onto these languages themselves. And he was Mm -hmm. saying that like, when they say thank you, what, the one thing that they say all the time is Danke, Merci, which in German, Danke, I guess, is thanks, and Merci mm-hmm. in French is thanks. So they say Danke, Merci. They're literally saying thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. In two <laughs> different <laughs> languages in one in one word. And like, That's I was thinking, wild. So, yeah, I, I would have never known that. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, that's what he was saying, though. And he's just saying, like, you go there and you think, like, okay, there's going to be one language or one way that these people speak. And then it's like, okay, no, they speak mm-hmm. German. Okay, no, they don't just speak German. They speak Swiss German, too. And then they don't just speak French. They speak Swiss French. And then, like, then all oh of a sudden God, they're like... speaking, like, Swiss German French. Like, talk <laughs> yeah. <Dalka> mercy. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is so confusing. Holy crap. Did Aang, did, did Aang pick any, anything up? Can he, can he speak a little? No, no. Then probably made no effort. There's probably made no effort. <laughs> no, but I think part of it too is that he like it was still COVID and everything. So they were mostly just in law. Lo- he was just playing hockey, like going go there and come yeah. back. So that was really it. And he didn't like get the extent of it. And like the guys on his team spoke English and stuff. So yeah, he didn't good. really wasn't in a position to have to uh learn learn the language. Yeah. I don't even know which language he would have to learn, but like, <laughs> <laughs> well, but like okay, uh, that's what I want to know. If there are any Swiss listeners on this pod, like if we go to Switzerland, what's like the most common language? Like what would we what would you recommend us learn in order to, to thrive as a as a Swiss citizen? Like what yes. would be the best one to to pick up? I think French would be for us because I think that the majority of them speak French. And I feel like even the ones that speak German would have an idea about the French. Right. Yeah. And then we would at least have some basis of French. Like, I think we would, I don't know about you, but I can speak education. For my, yeah. I can speak for myself and saying that I would know more French than I would German. So yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I would, I would probably roll with trying to learn more French before we get there. But yeah, I would agree. I, I get like one of those little like handheld books, so like like language learning books. I, I, I studied that shit on the plane. You know what I really want to do and I want to try is the ones that you listen to when you fall asleep. Oh yeah, and, like yeah, they're yeah. supposed to teach you work? another language. I don't know, but I want to find out. I want to know if those things work because I want to just like go to bed every night for a month and then just like yeah at the end of a month i know how to speak a different language like imagine dude you you never even like practice it you know what we should do zach we should like commit ourselves to learning another language like if we if we do it together if we just like like let's let's say german or whatever the case may be there's some other language we should like both go and then hold each other accountable and just have a nice productive uh, self self uh, development summer, and just learn, come back, and then record an episode of is fully in German, hundred percent in German, or like <laughs> okay. some language. Okay, I'm down to try, but here's the thing: you and I have both fallen short on these so, <laughs> so poorly. You playing the guitar. You playing the guitar. I, I can play the. I can still play. I'm not saying we you can't play, but it. you said you were gonna play the song. Um, oh, what was true. it by? Um, uh, the chain. Wasn't it the chain. Yeah, the chain. The chain. Uh, yeah, you said you were yeah. gonna be able to play it by sometime in December, and then I said I was gonna try yeah. and learn piano, and we just didn't. Oh, true. But that's. I feel like that's different. That's something you need. Like, you need something for, and you get judged for okay, playing. So we're gonna instrument. learn a different language. What language are we gonna learn? You want to learn German? I don't know, man. No, can we just learn, like, learn French? Or Yo, no. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I'm an international <laughs> businessman. <laughs> what, what's the song? What's that like TikTok where it's like the international spy? Isn't it in a backyard uh, song? It's like the yeah, international like, spy. For, for, yeah. For some reason, there's like so many backyard against things going on. Like, yeah. have you ever watched Into that show growing up? no yeah no neither did i man like was it was it like after our time was, like, i think it was i think it trailed us yeah i think okay. it was it was after us which is actually kind of a funny thing when you think about all those like different tv shows of like the eras of who, who watched what and what like mm-hmm. got fit into because i feel like 
siblings plays a huge role in what TV shows you fall into. I know a guy that I work with, like, okay, so a guy that I work with is three years older than me. And he watched Phineas and Ferb, but he only watched Phineas and Ferb because his younger brother is you and I age. You're yeah, our age. So his younger brother watched it. So he was my buddy that I work with was like just young enough to watch Phineas and Ferb and like it was okay. But like yeah. just old enough that he was like passing through it. And his girlfriend is his age. And she was the youngest of her siblings. So she never watched it because her older siblings were too old for it. So they just never. So you like have all these different. Yeah. And that's like the same with, of things. Mm-hmm. That's like the same with like kind of me and like my buddy at school, Luke, like he, so I, my sister, my oldest sister is she, well, my only sister, she's like 28, 29, I think 28. Right. Shit. I don't even, <laughs> you don't know. I should know that. Uh, she's 28 and we uh, like, so I, I oftentimes I would, she'd have control of the TV and I'd like watch whatever she was watching. So it's like a lot of like older shows that like not a lot of people, even my age would probably know or like know of. And then it, I'd go to school or whatever and like talk about it. And then my buddy Luke, who's a 2000, but he's also the, we're both the youngest in our family. Uh, and he has this, like, an older sibling, like the same age as my sister or, or close to it where he, even he knows, and he's two years younger and like, right very rare that you'd see like a 2000 who would like know like about this even like oh, fuck, it's crazy. it was just wild that like siblings do like impact your like, kind of person not personality but like your what you have watched or what you're exposed to growing up and like the influences that you've had in like media yeah well i even think about like my own experience of like i watched through when i was a child like that's so raven and uh sweet life of zach and cody and stuff but Mm -hmm. then because my sisters were still watching that i even caught the transition of like sweet life on deck and Corey in the house and stuff which were like the spin-offs of the original show that i watched right where like i probably would have watched them but not as far into when i watched them but because my sisters were still watching i still caught into that yeah, Donkey. I I watched all those shows too. Those were like I honestly probably watched like I Sweet Life on Deck. I kind of stopped, but Corey in the House. Like I watched the shit out of that show. But then also like shows like Boy Meets World and like Even Steven and and then like Hey Arnold and shit like that. That was like kind of like older than than that. Um, that like I probably wouldn't have had no business watching. But, but, yeah, and it was just, I like, just on TV. Yeah, I can't even think. I don't think I watched those. Maybe even Steven sometimes, but like the other ones, no. Like I don't think I watched. I think, I think they were more like, I guess, older shows. Probably on at the same time, but like just not really geared towards like our audience because it was like kind of a young, like coming of age, like teenage thing. Yeah. And my sister was probably like 13, 14 at the time when right. I was like not supposed to be like watching that. I guess it was like the, the equivalent of like Zoe 101 for people her age. Yeah. Or it was yeah. kind of like that, that like, yeah that weird like drama that's not it's just a weird uh weird demographic yo okay <laughs> i didn't even get into my be better here but actually you brought yeah. this up from from uh kind of like talked about it on tiktok is have you seen these it's mostly ladies i, I haven't seen a guy do it yet the only guy who i've seen on i've seen two guys on tiktok who like cook food and the one guy actually makes like stuff that's actually practical like, yeah. I don't know how to describe the one thing that he did was he took, um, you know, the pastries that come the Pillsbury pastries that are like the croissants. So oh, he yeah, took those yeah. and like, rather than make it into a croissant shape or whatever, he put it into a donut form. And okay. then 
put it in uh, sh- like sugar or something and like coated it and then dropped it into a fryer and oh, then wow. pulled it out and dunked it in the like sh- icing sugar and he made donuts out of the Pillsbury stuff. So like I see this guy making that kind of thing and it's like, okay, that's actually practical because I can do yeah, that. Yeah, this sounds amazing. Yeah, then there's this other guy who makes insanely like high class foods and he strictly mm-hmm. makes it in the in the woods. I think his Oh my god, I've seen that guy. Yeah. That's like, it... And he makes that little he made the little like he has this big sharp like machete almost knife and he cuts the little yes, tomato. Yes, yes, it. yes. And he made like a panini sandwich. He's got this weird like cast yes. iron like thing that and he it's over the fire. Which oh is like god. not practical, but the food is, no. looks so so it's just good. So satisfying. It's all like ASMR. To, like, you just yeah, there's the no talking. Like... He just makes everything, and like he's yeah, in the woods. I would pay a lot of money to have one of his his meals. Yes, yeah, they look so Agreed. good and just so just natural and fresh too. Yeah. So there's those two guys that I've seen on there making food, and then there's the one guy. I don't know if you've seen. He does the iced coffee reviews. He's pretty funny, but like, yeah, he's he's jokes. I actually sent yeah. him an email to try to get him on the pod, so we'll see if he gets back to us. <laughs> okay, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are like the guys that I've seen making food. But the women that I see on TikTok making food, terrifying, terrifying. If you ever go through, I'll try and find like what the woman's account is, and like plug it or something or like put it on our Instagram story. But mm-hmm. this lady makes insane stuff and it, it goes viral because it's nuts. So one thing that I saw, and this is as an example, I have two that stick out in my head, three actually that stick out in my head right now. So the first one, she takes a jar of peanut butter and I guess like warmed it up a little bit, takes the lid off and just spreads it all over her white countertop. Oh no. Then she takes Nutella and like on the next line over goes like Nutella down and then some other kind of spread next and then jam. And then she goes in like rows. So now it's layered of lines of like peanut butter, Nutella, some other spread and then jam. And then makes rows or like columns across these horizontal lines of spread. And yeah. she puts like sprinkles uh sliced bananas um chocolate chips like things like that which wouldn't be that bad it's just like the whole thing is kind of weird because she's doing it yeah. on a countertop rather than just yeah. on a sandwich but then in each of them she puts a slice pickle oh and then she takes oh, no. yeah so then she takes a spatula scoops up a row of all the stuff and like flips it onto a sandwich and then takes the other side and like eats the sandwich like that and she looks nuts while she's doing it. She's like, oh, this is good. She's the whole time. She's like wide-eyed as all heck and is like, this is going to be so good. I just I just take this and I'm going to take a little more Nutella and I'm going to spread it across here. She's like spreading Nutella all over the countertops. And then it's like, oh and I'm going to, I'm going to just going to take these pickles and I'm going to put these pickles across. And then the husband makes it worse because he's like, did you just say pickles? Oh, that's going to be so good. When then, like, And I'm like, oh my God, what is going on? So this is like one and it's just nuts because she makes like, I saw one where she made spaghetti on her countertop. Oh my, give me a break. So get, she get takes ragu pasta sauce, pours it all over the countertop, like three ragu? jars. Of, Not yeah. even classico? Oh. No, three jars of like ragu, pours it all over the countertops, takes cooked spaghetti, and just literally takes it out of the jar or the uh, pot, sorry, and just throws it on the countertop and then takes meatballs and just like drops them on and then just starts mixing it with her hands and is like Ew. picking it up and putting it in a bowl. Oh my, what's wrong with people? 
I don't know, but she's like, oh, this is the easier way to do it and all this stuff. And I'm like, what the, what are you doing? Like, no, no. Oh, just a savage. And then the most insane one that I know, there's one that was kind of weird where she made a, a pizza in like a waffle maker. But like, it's kind of, it's kind of a cool idea. Like she takes yeah, the that pizza one doesn't and like sound folds bad, it over. No, but it's weird though, because it's like sizzling and she like made it overflow. So it's like flowing out the sides of the waffle maker. And it's just the commentary is absolutely nuts on it. And she's like, <laughs> you see the way it's like pouring out the sides. That's what we're looking for here. That's what we want. And then her husband's like, oh, you hear that? And he's like, it sounds so good. And he's just like behind the camera. And then I'm like, this is nuts. And she's wearing a glove that goes up past her elbow, like a That's cooking glove, but That's it looks good. like skin and her hand. Like it's a replica of like skin and hand, like to the point where you wouldn't notice. Ugh. Like I had to go to the comments because I was like, that looks what's pain. going on. And then the comments yeah. were all like commenting about it. So what's, like, okay, that's kind of weird. Glove? Who would get yeah. that? But this is the weirdest one. And I know you've seen this one and it's probably a lot of people have. She takes raw hot dogs and cannoli noodles, which you know, like what the cannoli noodles are, right? <laughs> like pasta yeah. noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puts raw hot dogs through them. Oh my okay? God. Layers a tray with these, takes cheese, processed cheese, but bricked processed cheese, not like sliced, and cuts it into massive chunks with scissors. Oh. Drops it in this pan, pours milk on it, and then pours pasta sauce on top and puts it in the oven and takes it out and like eats these, this disgusting mixture of stuff that, that was the most actually, disgusting one that i saw that actually is vile yeah that's no, there's horrible. no other way to put it yeah yeah that's actually disgusting and I'll, like that's like the uh, i told you before like it's just so white like the whole <laughs> processed cheese like hot dogs milk and like ragu pasta sauce is like the whitest meal and like it's like someone made that up yeah sounds about it sounds white. like the beginning of a joke yeah like it, it's <laughs> horrible it's just it, it's terrible I, I don't even have any words for her i don't want to even give her any more airtime on this uh podcast to give her the, no. that validation but yeah that chick and those ladies who make that and men if they do it too <laughs> they need to be better. for supporting yeah yeah they need I to even, be better. like i feel like ingesting that will just cut like four years off your lifespan <laughs> yeah it's just so especially the hot dog cannoli thing that's yeah gross. And when what was the end goal? Was it a lasagna? Like what was? Yeah, she it was like to... a lasagna. Oh, and she you. was saying it was for her kids. <laughs> like you're just setting yeah. your kids up for failure. Her kids are gonna have like type two diabetes or whatever the worst one is. Also, like imagine your kids' friends come over and they're like, they eat that. What is this? And they go home yeah. and tell their parents that they ate that. Yeah, they're like, uh, you're not allowed to hang out with this kid anymore. <laughs> yeah, just, just their parents it. see the mom on TikTok and they're like, uh, you can't go there. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if some people did that. Like, it, it can't even be like, it can't even be f- f- fake. There's no way she'd waste that time and energy and money on, on like doing something that she wouldn't actually be serious about. Yeah, I don't know. I hope like, though that she's not. I, I hope it's an. Because... I hope it's an act. I hope yeah. it's an act, and she's just doing it for like shock value. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's terrifying. It's actually terrifying. Okay, but McGee, moving on from our Be Better here, I need to know because last year, one of the things that happened was you got yourself outside and got a wicked sunburn. Oh, 
So with you and I going outside yesterday, I don't know like if you want to speak on it, but I have a pretty good tan going on. Okay, let's just work outside. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pretty good is a huge understatement. Like Zach's <laughs> Zach's face is way way darker than mine, way more tan than mine, and that's like the lightest part of his body. <laughs> like this guy, this guy, like I saw him and I didn't even know it was him at first. Like this guy is so dark, he's changed races. It's absurd. His shoulders are like the color <laughs> of like my see this like desk. Okay, I got a little bookshelf beside me. So if you're on YouTube, you can see this. Holy they're like that. <laughs> his shoulders are it's like a rich deep, mahogany. Yeah, his shoulders are literally the color of rich mahogany, and he's so dark. I didn't, th- I didn't think a white guy could could tan like that. It's actually like medically fascinating. Yeah. So he's, he's got <laughs> medically the, fascinating. He's got the most glorious tan I've ever seen in my life, and this guy goes, "Oh, it's pretty good." Like, get out of here, man. So this guy's got the most glorious tan. And then you show me your timeline and it's complete. It's like night and day. Yeah. Do you want me to see if I can show it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. You commentate through. Okay. So Zach's standing up right now. He's standing up. He's lifting up his shirt to the side and he's, <laughs> he's, he's pulling a short step a little bit. We got the nice waist tan line here and it's two tone. Right at like right at his hip, it's cut in half. It's just <laughs> his upper half is rich mahogany, and his white is got his pasty lower back. <laughs> yeah. My it's a, it's at least it's just like the shorts line. Right at yeah. the shorts line, it looks like I'm wearing shorts. And every time I've been going out now, I roll up my shorts so that like I can get the upper higher thigh and higher up on the leg on yeah. the upper thigh. And like I don't know if we can see, but like my <laughs> if you're watching on youtube you can see i've got my leg way up in the air right now but i've got like a little like my legs are dark like probably similar color to the rest of my body my calves at least and then but like you move the up of your, the backs of your shoulders are like the most absurd <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen in my life. yeah but then moving up like past my knee it just like turns into a gradient tan yeah and it's yeah. like it just slowly like fades out into just like whiteness needing sunglasses yeah. to look the at my blinding, eyes but yeah, but yeah. 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 that's always the struggle for for men and i feel like i feel like uh, shorter bathing suits are coming back in style because i don't know there's, yeah there was always the board shorts were the biggest flex and then all of a sudden they weren't cool it's like oh fuck like sorry i gotta get a whole new bathing suit collection <laughs> gotta go the other way yeah 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 so but now it's like i, I guess it's a better time to be a man and, and without pasty thighs you get a more opportunity to to get a more even leg tan yeah, Which is nice. but so you got outside and I was telling my dad that you came with us to go to the beach and stuff. And my dad yeah. goes, oh, that's nice. Like, did uh, did McGee put on sunscreen or is he going to be all burnt? So McGee, what is the outcome here? Like I so I did put on sunscreen. I was smart about it. I put on SPF 30. Maybe yep. I should have used like a higher SPF 60. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I was, you don't want to know what the SPF I was using was? What? It was like, like five. T- yeah, it was like five or like fifteen. Or something. <laughs> yeah, I, my SPF was is, was thirty, and I it's I still burned. So clearly, I need something higher up. But I I got my this is pretty rad. Yeah. That's oh the- yeah. Oh, <laughs> when McGee pokes his chest, you can see the finger uh, marks after. Yeah. We'll go the, oh the yeah, little, and it stings or what? Like a little bit Honestly, no, no. I didn't oh okay. Even, I didn't even know it was burnt until like, I just looked at it. But I've had t- I've had burns that like hurt. Yeah. This one doesn't hurt. This one doesn't hurt at all. Like, I doesn't right. even feel like a burn. Like I get to like, slap it and I wouldn't oh, okay. get the, the sting. Okay. That's good though. So That's maybe good. it's just like a 
yeah i don't know it's either really good or really bad <laughs> yeah dead yeah I yeah lost all my nerves in there so we'll see man we'll see how it turns out like i just have a goal now i have a goal of matching zach's tan i think it's gonna take me three years to complete but <laughs> you i like yeah not gonna lie and the thing is though too even like one of our buddies said it is like and i didn't even really think about it was the pace of tan that i'm on is insane because it's only the second week of june yeah and i have two and a half months left of like summer and summer. i know you're gonna come out of this like people won't even be able to recognize you man and it's all natural i swear to god i like, know i know just working outside and i just like progress from like i come in in the morning wearing a t-shirt and by like eight o'clock i'm going to like a cut off sleeves and then usually by like lunch it's like tarps off and like just yeah. battling in the sun sweating yeah. so it's just gonna continue to get darker and darker as it goes along here mm-hmm. but yeah do you have a good base and i'm glad that you're not painfully burnt and i'm glad no. that your tan is at least even right like you have a you've got yeah. an even tan all the way around because I mean, I one my of arms them... were more t- my arms are more tan than like okay because i got some good sun on may 2 4 yeah uh i just gotta get like my my face more tan i gotta get my uh my chest figured out and i gotta even it out on the back because i feel like that's something that uh as long as it's all about even, because we've, we've had this whole episode before talking about the worst kinds of like burns and the worst kinds of tans. yeah tan lines. Yeah. And I just want to avoid that at all costs. Yeah. Fair enough. That's valid. But yeah, like one of our buddies that we were, was at the beach with us yesterday, he, um, he got, <laughs> he got, this guy could honestly be thrown into it, be better for this. And like, it's not like he did something horrible, but Ang got, put in charge of putting sunscreen on uh brownie's back <laughs> and he missed so he didn't put it on the backs of brownie's arms oh no this one spot on his lower back and it's like ex- insanely noticeably burnt in those exact spots that he didn't put the sunscreen and they had like an argument when we were leaving because brownie was like saying to him dude you didn't you put on one the back job of arms and then goes well, you didn't say back of my arms. You just said on my back. <laughs> like that is controversial. That is a yeah, that yeah. Is a pretty valid like point. And I was it, like, yeah. okay, Ang, you're not wrong, but like you also could have just helped a brother out. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's like these what? It's like a circle, like on the back of his arms, like on the back of his bicep, or like in his yeah. tricep area, I guess, where it's just like a circle that he didn't get it himself, and Ang didn't put sunscreen on, and then like just on his lower back, like there's like a small spot of just burnt, <laughs> like. Straight else red fine. yeah and everywhere else is pretty much fine so it's pretty funny that like because he just d- has to even that out now like he's gonna have to lay yeah. outside and fix that man the sun's a it's pretty scary thing like it's it's powerful it'll get you yeah damn Imagine and then I'll especially all, the sun. yeah crazy and then it's it's even worse too when you're like in the water because then the sun just yeah reflects down reflects yeah. off on you so i'm glad that like most for the most part all of us like we're pretty responsible with our with our uh, sunscreen and keeping protected. So that was good. Yeah. I mean, it could have been a whole lot worse. Yeah. All right, McGee. I think that pretty much does it for episode 83. But before we go here, I got to give a huge shout out, a happy birthday to my dad. Uh, huge, hey. huge fan of the lads pod. He's made an appearance on here before. I can't remember which episode it was, but it was after I called out Marty Marins and he came on here and called me out listens to every episode big supporter so happy birthday to my dad happy he birthday can, mr phillips he can get his uh 
I, he, I don't know if he'll be happy me saying this, but you can get his seniors discount at Shoppers Drug Mart now. So everyone, <laughs> like our neighbors and stuff have been giving it to him about that. So uh, yeah, happy birthday to my dad. Thanks for supporting. And uh, yeah, huge shout out there. That's awesome. We got to get him some, uh, actually, maybe we'll talk off the pod. Okay. We'll, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. But yeah, that, what, a, what, a, what an episode. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun at the beach yesterday. A lot of fun. Oh, we saw the craziest thing happen yesterday. Oh, I, yeah. be, I can't believe we didn't talk about this. But uh, yeah, before we, before we go here, this, we were walking up this hill. We were in the Scarborough Bluffs, and we were walking up this hill uh, to get back to our, uh, the cars where they were parked. And we see this lady absolutely flying down this like pretty steep hill. It's honestly got to be like a 45 degree angle, like steep ass hill. Yeah. And she's flying down on an electric scooter. And no, all of no, a sudden, not a, I don't think it was electric. I thought it was like just a scooter. manual. I'm pretty sure it was just a scooter. Okay. Well, it was a, sco- <laughs> it was a scooter, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Flying, flying. And I'm like, oh, at first I saw her like, Oh, look at her. Like, she's just like, that's pretty, like, saving a lot of time. Like, no, listen to what McGee says. This is so funny. I'm walking along with McGee, and this girl is coming down this hill, flying towards us. And we had to walk down the hill and back up it, obviously, in, the, in that day. And, like, this girl's approaching us, and McGee's exact words were, man, that girl's got the right idea. <laughs> less, than, less than five seconds after he finishes his sentence. This girl speed wobbles, tries to put her foot down to brake, and just goes head over handlebars and crashes down this hill. Yeah, it, it, like good thing I didn't see the fall because it, it, I like heard it and I looked behind and she was just in pain. I'm pretty sure she broke her leg from what the the, the girls were saying, but I don't know. What did yeah, I don't know good. if if anything it was like a, I think it was like an ankle kind of thing. There was no like noticeable break or anything. And like, like, like her face wasn't mangled. Like, yeah, she just been, like lost you scraped her arm. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it was. Oh yeah, let's. But, hopefully she's okay today. Yeah, like, she's probably yeah. she's probably like hurting. Yeah. But it could have been a whole lot worse. So I mean, yeah, blessing in disguise maybe. Yeah, but the fun, the funniest part about it was, and after like she had the accident, yeah. nobody was like laughing or like taking it no, lightly, no, no. but like just literally flying down this hill. And McGee looks at me and goes, "That girl's got the right idea." <laughs> and like the words came out of his mouth, and less than five seconds later, she goes dang down the hill. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah I so. can't believe that. I don't know, just it's completely absurd. And then today I was went for a walk and I saw like a bunch of people ripping around on scooters and getting PTSD a little bit. I'm like, oh god. So <laughs> it was a tough one. It was a tough one. But I uh, hope she's okay. Yeah. And that about wraps up episode 83. Yeah. Uh don't make insane hot dog cannoli lasagna. Uh if you go to the beach. Make sure you evenly spread out your sunscreen and wear a nice high SPF. Or if you don't really burn like me, then get out there and soak up that sun every single day and see if you can catch me with my tan. Yeah. Happy birthday to my dad. Shout happy out birthday. Mr. Phillips, Paul Phillips. Big happy birthday. And uh, don't ride don't scooters pronounce- down hills. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, scooter, no scooters down hills and stop pronouncing your uh, W's as R's or R's as W's. Yeah. But yeah, good at McGee, episode 83. What a time. 
yeah, what a time. We're going to try to keep on uh, keep on chugging away with this thing and uh, get some more guests on here for you. We were talking about before. It seems like everybody's a little more antsy to get outside and, and away from the screens now that things are opening up. So it's proving to be a little bit more of a challenge this year than last. But hey, we're no quitters. So we're going to try to keep on making some good things happen for all you listeners out there. And uh, yeah, we got some uh, cool little, little events in the works for the uh, next upcoming episodes. And yeah, thanks for supporting. Catch us next week, same time, same place, same lawn shares. Cheers, lads and ladettes. Cheers.